class of 24. Welcome to AP Government and AP Macroeconomics. So my name is Christopher Daniels and I'll have you for Gov and uh, Miss Dinatow, and I'm probably saying her name very wrongly, um, is going to be your macro teacher. So in this, I just wanted to introduce uh, you to the course, give you a little bit of information just in general about the two and specifically some stuff about Gov and some stuff, stuff specifically uh, about macro as well. Uh, so first off, just so you're sure you're knowing and understanding, these are the last things that you need for social studies uh, in order to graduate and combined the two courses will make up the one credit you need. So that means that we are semester courses. So in the fall, uh, on your schedule, you'll have S1 and Gov or S1 and Macro. So that means you'll have Gov for semester one or Macro semester one, okay? And then once December rolls around and we're finished with our stuff, you will uh, roll over to the other course. So if you have me for Gov in the fall, then you'll have macro in the spring and vice versa. If you have macro in the fall, then you'll have gov uh, in the spring with me. Um, <clears throat> so that means we're a pretty fast paced course. Okay. Uh, for gov, I'll get into it in a little bit, but we have five units to fit into five months and macro has six units to fit into those first five months. And then in the spring, it's even quicker because uh, our AP tests are typically that first week of May. So that means we have about four months to pack in five units for Gov and six units for Macro. All right. So just some people get confused and expect to have the course for the entire year sometimes. And they're kind of shocked that they uh, go to a new teacher and a new subject uh, at the end of the semester. So just be aware it is a semester course. All right. So the other thing is, uh, and don't fret about this. Don't worry about this. Don't think about this right now. But just in the back of your mind, you need to remember you're going to have to sign up for the AP test. OK, uh, within the course. So if you're in Gov, you'll sign up for the Gov test in the fall. If you're in macro, you'll sign up for the macro test. You don't have to sign up for the spring test until you get into that course. All right. Now, your long courses, you have the one shot to sign up during the first semester. Uh, for us, since we are semester courses, there'll be a fall window for that course, and then there's a spring window for the other course. All right, so just keep that in the back of your head. We'll go over this on the first day of school uh, that you need to, to do all this stuff, but just so you can be thinking and remembering. And also remember, people get confused all the time, and they think that, well, you know, I signed up, I'm done. Remember, you're going to have to pay for the test as well. All right, so there is a two-step process uh, for you. Okay, so that is a little bit uh, about the, the courses in general. Uh, I'm going to get into some specifics uh, about Gov and some specifics, probably saying that wrong, um, on macro in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back. Let's talk about the two subjects now. Uh, we'll start off with Gov. So, first off, I'll have you for Gov. Um, been teaching it for quite a while. Um, this is my, this will be my start my eighth year at Collins Hill. I've, I've taught AP Gov every year I've been here. Uh, I also taught it at Archer for the six or seven years I was there. So uh, I've been teaching it for a while. All righty. Uh, but let's get into kind of what the, the course is and you know what you can expect uh, from, from me and things like that. Uh, first off, the AP government class is a big, giant, broad view of the government. Okay. This is what you would expect to take as a freshman, sophomore uh, at a college uh, with your intro to government class. Okay. So there are lots of details that we could get into. You know, we could really dive into the weeds and talk about the minutiae of politics and why congressmen do this and why congressmen do that, why judges make these decisions and why lobbyists do this and all that. But that's, we're more of a snapshot, like I said, broad overview. These are the functions. These are what they do. So we're not going to get, we'll we'll get into some of the details because they're interesting. We'll get into some of the court cases because they're interesting and they affect your lives. But at the end of the day, just, just recall and remember that the information we're going over is very, very, it's just, it's, it's not meant to be super, super in the details. Okay. Uh, you just need to be able to, to have a basic understanding, a basic idea. Hey, this is what the government does. Okay. So there are five units in our course. Uh, I do teach out of order from the college board and I think that's okay. Um, the first unit, will be kind of like a repeat of U.S. history. We'll get into the constitutional underpinnings, the constitutional foundations, whatever you want to call it. And in this unit, uh, we'll get into, you know, the constitutional convention, all those uh, compromises that you're familiar with, the the creation of the the Constitution, James Madison. For your summer assignment, that's what you're reading about. Uh, It's James Madison's plan and idea. Uh, with the federal negative and those sorts of things. Okay. Um, we'll also get into federalism and, you know, we'll get into the constitution, all the clauses and, and things like that. Um, to me, that's probably the most detailed thing we'll get into is the actual constitution itself. Um, and so we'll do that uh, first. And we take about a month with that first unit, mainly because it's roughly somewhere between 20 to 25% of your test, of the AP test. Uh, The second and third units are our two shortest units. The second one is the shortest. It's only about 7% of your test, AP test, uh, and that is a beliefs, American political beliefs and ideologies and things like that. In this unit, we'll get into why do you believe what you believe, okay? Uh, So, you know, you have some political thoughts. Whether you want to, to or not, you have them. And my guess is you probably got them from your parents or some other family member. Now, there are some outliers and there are some people that will, you know, have friends that have really influenced them or, you know, uh, 
religious group or the media or whatever it might be. But for the most part, the large majority of you will have gotten your political beliefs from your family. And that's the number one answer always. But anyways, we'll do that. Uh, that's about a two-week unit. We don't take long with that one. The third unit is, <coughs> excuse me, uh, that is your political participation. So how do you participate in politics? The number one answer for most of us is that we'll go vote. Now, a few of us will donate money to politicians. A few of us will get involved with interest groups. A few of us will get involved in actual politics beyond just giving money. Maybe we volunteer on a campaign. Some of you might even run. But we're just talking about how do people participate. And we'll also get into campaigns and those sorts of things. And this will be a PBL unit, a project-based unit, where you will run a campaign, actually. The fourth unit is our biggest unit, and we'll take about six weeks with it, uh, and it covers the branches. All right, so we'll get into the legislative branch. We'll get into the executive branch. Uh, the, that's kind of two parts. We talk about the president, and then we talk about the bureaucracy, uh, and then we'll get into the judicial branch. Like I said, that'll be the longest uh, just because it is the, the biggest chunk. And in this course, you have to, to understand this is what the president can do, but you also have to understand how does the president work with Congress? How does the president affect the Supreme Court and things like that? And then finally, we'll end our semester with the Civil Liberties and Civil Rights Unit. This is a medium-sized unit. Uh, we'll spend about two and a half, three weeks on it, and this is another project-based unit, and uh, you'll create a product uh, with this, and you know, we'll get into more details when that when that when the time comes for that. Um, so, that's this how do i teach i, I mix like there's some things that we'll we'll go do powerpoints on you know uh and you'll have to just kind of sit through it I, I try to to make it short uh and whatnot but you know there are like i said there are some things uh in this class that are very interesting uh there's court cases that i find super interesting there are pieces of legislation, things like that. Those other things that are just very super boring. How committee works. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's, it's super boring, but it's stuff you need to know. Alrighty. So I try and mix it up. Some days we'll go through PowerPoints and lecture and, and notes and things like that. Other days will be uh, collaborative work, things like that. Um, we are going to make use of, of a lot of writing. Okay because you do have to do FRQs. Um, so let me talk real briefly about that, and then uh, I'll move over to the macro side. Uh, so for us, you have a multiple choice section, just like most of your AP tests are, and you also have four FRQs. The multiple choice section is pretty straightforward. I think everybody's clear there. The FRQs, we have four types. You have to write a concept analysis one, and in a concept analysis, they'll give you some sort of scenario, some sort of situation, something like that, and then they'll ask you to write about it, okay? Uh, then you have to write the quantitative analysis FRQ, and this is one where they'll give you a graph, a chart, some kind of stimulus that you have to pull information from. Most people say this is the easiest one because you don't really have to know anything about the course. You just got to be able to read the graph, read the chart, and we'll practice that a lot. The third one is the Supreme Court comparison. So there are 14 court cases that you have to know in our course. All right, so you have to know these things. And they'll then give you information about a course that we 
in theory, never talk about them. Now, we'll talk about court cases outside of the 14, but they're going to give you one that we probably never have heard of. And then they're going to say compare it to this. So like Brown versus Board of Education is one of our cases. All right. So they'll give you information about a court case that is similar to Brown versus Board and then or, or different. And then they'll say compare it. All right. And it's I like this one because it's, it's pretty easy if you know the court cases. And then the final one is the argumentative essay. And this is the only one that you kind of have to really write an essay about or with, excuse me. Basically, they're going to give you a position. They're going to say, hey, I, you know, they're going to say pick a position on whether you think um, impeachment is too strong of a punishment, not a strong enough punishment, or let's say check, not, not a punishment, because uh, impeachment is not punishment. Uh, you think impeachment is too strong of a check, not a strong enough check, or just right, okay? So you would pick a position, and then they're going to give you documents. There's about 10 documents that you got to be familiar with, and you'll have to use those documents to kind of back up your position, right? And we'll, we'll practice this as well. Uh, we are going to make use of the AI in this course. Um, so I am, it'll be the first time I've used it, but some things like class companion um, and chat GPT, uh, I want to use those things uh, because it amazes me. Okay. To be honest with you. So uh, we will try and make use of those things. We'll try and use them in course in class and get stuff done. Uh, with them. All right. So I think that's enough about Gov. I've droned on for 10 minutes and I apologize. I, I like I, that's, this is the course I teach. So this is what I like. Uh, so I apologize. So uh, I'll be right back with some macro stuff. All right. Welcome back. So let's talk macro stuff now. All right. So I don't teach macro here. Uh, I have taught macro in the past and I do currently teach macro uh, in the online setting for another another place. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, you'll have Miss um, Dinatow for macro, uh, either the fall or the spring. And just so you know, uh, this is not your typical social studies course. All right. You have taken probably at least world U.S. Okay. And those are your traditional history courses. Here's things that happened in the past. Government. Here's the way the government functions. And we use a lot of historical items to, to talk about it as, hey, here are examples and, and things like that. Macro is very different. Okay. Macro, there's some math involved. There's graph. You actually have to graph. And to me, you really, really got to understand the macro concepts. Okay. Versus some of your traditional social studies courses where, oh, I can just memorize. I can just memorize this date. I can just memorize this name. And then I stand a pretty good chance of, of getting the questions correctly. Macro, you really got to develop a little more understanding, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, but there are six units uh, in macro. Uh, there is the first unit, which is the basic economic concepts. This is going to be a pretty simple one. Um, so let me take a step back before I go into to unit one. You're taking macro. There is also a micro course, okay? Not here. We don't offer offer micro here, but there are micro courses out there. When you go to college, if you get into this sort, sort, sort of stuff or you do a, a major uh, in some kind of background like this, you're probably going to have to take a macro course and a micro course, all righty? Uh, macro is the country as a whole. So 
that's you know that's all it means that when when we're looking at the macro stuff that just means we're looking at how does this affect everybody all righty at the micro level we're talking about how does this affect me individually and so that's really the the big difference in the courses and the concepts that come uh, with them so unit one you do have to have some micro background so that's what unit one is kind of all about so you're going to get into some of the most basic stuff like scarcity and, and things like that and then you know we'll get into supply and demand um, where you have to to figure out okay if my income changes what does that do to my demand if uh, the supply chain if something on that increases in price, what is going to happen to the suppliers and their supply? So it's you know, individuals uh, and it gives you the background for the actual macro stuff that we're going to get into throughout the, 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 the unit. So uh, unit one is going to be the basic economic concepts plus some of the micro concepts that get you ready to go into the rest of it. All right. Uh, unit two is our economic indicators and the business cycle. So here uh, you're going to get into, you know, um, things like unemployment, uh, GDP, which is gross domestic product, the circular flow. Basically, how do we take a look at the health of our economy? All right. That's probably the biggest and best way to say it. Uh, there is going to be some math here. You'll have to do some formulas. Now, I'm not a math person. In fact, of all the subjects, math is definitely the worst. Um, but I can do the math in this. All right. So it's not going to be something that's beyond you. You just got to be able to remember the formulas and how to plug in the numbers and things like that. So it's not super difficult math, but just be prepared that, hey, there is going to be a calculator involved in a socialist class which is really weird to me. And uh, I really, I really don't like math. Sorry. Okay. So, but that's, that's unit two. There'll be some graphing uh, that you'll have to do here. Uh, you have to be able to look at some graphs and charts and things like that in this um, and analyze. Uh, actually, let me take a step back. Unit two probably doesn't have as much graphing. Unit one, you'll have to graph the supply and demand uh, graphs. Unit two, there's, there's probably just the business cycle would be the only graph you'd have to do, but it's not even really a graph to be, to be honest with you. Okay. Anyways, so unit two, all right. Unit three is where we start to really get into, all right, here is the, the macro stuff. All righty. And we'll go back to demand, but this time we'll do aggregate demand and aggregate supply. Now don't get confused by these things. Aggregate just means the grouping. So you remember at the beginning, I said micro is where it's individual. Macro is as a whole. So if we're talking about aggregate demand, that just means demand for the whole country. Okay. If we're talking about aggregate supply, we're just talking about supply for the whole country. That's all that is. Okay. And you'll get into some things here uh, like the money multiplier uh, and things like that. Uh, short run versus long run. Um, this is where you'll do a lot of graphing. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's not super beyond you but it, it, you do have to be sure you can get the 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 long run the short run down uh and things like that all righty uh unit four is the financial sector so the financial sector is what it sounds like this is going to be uh the banking and the assets and things like that the federal reserve and what they do 
uh, and how they control the money and and things like that. So um, you'll be talking a lot about interest rates here, okay, and how those affect the economy. Uh, and what happens as interest rates go up? What happens as they go down? Uh, what is money? The, the functions of money and how that works and um, the money market and monetary policy. You know, some more graphing here. Uh, you'll have to be able to graph the, the uh, money market and the money supply and, and things like that. And what happens and then, you know, the loanable funds market. Uh, basically, the, the available money that's out there and, and whatnot. Okay. Uh, unit five, we get into the long run consequences of some of our stabilization policies. So basically stabilization just means that what does the government do to try and keep us all at the kind of the, 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 the happy medium. All right. Where we're, we're out there spending money, we're making money uh, and all those sorts of things. And so uh, we'll get into this. There's some more curves here. There's the Phillips curve, uh, which is basically the balance between inflation and employment. And uh, there's uh, there's this is I don't want to say one of the, the shorter units, but it, it will go. You'll probably go pretty quickly uh, through unit five. Um, it's this one to me is just a lot of practice, like practice graphing and being sure because you've got most of the concepts already. You've got the, the interest rates, you've got the unemployment, you've got uh, inflation and, and you understand those things. And now it's really just kind of putting them all together. Uh, and whatnot. And then finally, unit six. Uh, unit six is going to be uh, international trade. So um, this is probably the one I would say you're probably the least familiar with. Uh, now, you probably understand tariffs and things like that, but this is you're going to really get into how those things work and how those things affect uh, a country uh, and some of the other barriers that are, barriers that are out there to, to trade and whatnot. Um, you're going to talk about and do the math for the exchange rate. And, you know, if America wants to go buy some European goods, we have to turn in our American dollar for the Euro. This is what's going to be the <coughs> exchange rate, <coughs> excuse me, and things like that. There is more graphing here. All right. And, um, yeah, this is the quickest and the shortest one as far as, um, those things go. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So that's the macro course. And once again, you know, it's quick. We have five months in the first semester, four months in the second semester to get things done. Now, one thing I didn't address earlier, I meant to, um, because we switch courses um, in the spring, we'll bring back the first semester. So if you're taking my test, you'll come back to me on some days before the test to review. And if you're taking the macro test, you'll go back down uh, to macro to review. So you don't get just left in the weeds uh, to kind of review on your own uh, and get everything done. Uh, as far as um, your FRQs in what you call it in macro, you uh, have to graph. Okay. So you do have to be able to graph some uh, as well as write some. It, it might be the math, it might be graphing, you know, uh, a lot of those give you a, kind of a situation and then you have to do a couple of different things in there. You have to graph it, you have to do some other things uh, and whatnot. So um, anyways, that is a long version of uh, macro and I apologize for droning on so long. Guys, I hope you've had a great summer. I hope you have a great summer. I hope you have some fun. Don't spend too much time 
doing academic stuff, uh, go out and enjoy it, um, rest, relax, get recharged, and be ready to go when we meet y'all in the fall. Guys, take care, be safe, have fun, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye-bye.